up helps us out tremendously. And as I always say, a little tip jar here in the fantasy bar. So we'll start with that. Let's knock that out first. Now we got that behind us. Let's take a look back at last week. An okay week. Some misses, obviously. First two guys were disappointments. Big hit with our San Francisco trio. And Zeke was all right. Expected a little bit more. But big performances from Garoppolo. Dwelly at minimum price really carried the load for us. Now let's put week 11 behind us. Let's take a look at week 12. Let's start at the running back position with Latavius Murray, $15. So the Saints in a great spot here this week, no doubt. And everybody's going to be talking about Alvin Kamara with good reason. Breeze, Thomas, I think you can go a lot of different ways here with the New Orleans Saints. The one guy I think will be swept under the rug, Latavius Murray, and I think that's a mistake. We know the Saints, like we said, in a good spot, highest projected total on the board this week. And Carolina against the run, absolutely horrendous. One of the worst teams there is. Where there is room to roster both Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray in the same lineup. We've seen that work before with Kamara and Mark Ingram winning people millions of dollars. This feels like one of those weeks where you could play both guys in the same lineup if you want to. No issues with Kamara if you want to spend the money there. I will definitely be playing him this week as well. But Latavius Murray, a cheaper option who I expect to find the end zone. Not once, twice in this game. We're going to go bold here early on. But Latavius Murray in a great spot against a bad Carolina defense. All right, next pick for us, we're going to go to the wide receiver position. We're going to roll with DK Metcalf, $20. So Josh Gordon shows up, kind of wondered what that would look like, and it hasn't affected DK Metcalf at all, and maybe it does moving forward. But nine-plus targets in three of his last four games, they're coming off a bye. So that always helps. A little extra time to prepare, gets you a little healthier, you know, they get banged up during the season. The Eagles, a fantastic matchup for wide receivers, and you're saying, why not Tyler Lockett? So first, got to make sure that he's even going to play questionable coming into this game with that injury. But secondly, the Eagles have been pretty good against slot receivers, not very good against outside receivers. In fact, one of the worst teams in the league. So that's the bread and butter there of DK Metcalf. I think he can take advantage of this secondary. I think this game's going to have a lot of scoring. DK Metcalf going to be a big part of that. Nice price here at $20. All right, we like that game. Let's go to the other side with tight end Dallas Goddard, $14. Now, if you watched the FanDuel DraftKings video, and if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Get over there and check that one out as well. You know I love me some Philly tight ends this week. Whether you want to spend, whether you want to go cheap, I think both guys certainly viable here in this matchup with Seattle. Well, let's take a look at the cheaper version here, and that's Dallas Goddard. Touchdowns in three of his last four games, getting so involved in this offense. They've been down weapons. Even if Alshon Jeffrey makes his return, still like Dallas Goddard in the spot. Seattle, fifth most yards allowed to tight ends, and equates to the fifth most fantasy points allowed to the tight end. So whether you want to spend up at the position or you want to go cheaper, I think you look to Philadelphia here. Love Dallas Goddard in all formats at $14. All right, to the running back position, more value here with Jalen Samuels, just $17. So you look at the prices across the industry, and it shocked me to see Jalen Samuels at 7200 on DraftKings. Just could not pay that price. But over here on Yahoo, I was shocked he was only $17. So you do a little shopping around. We always talk about that. You don't have to have a guy in every site. To me, I want Jalen Samuels on Yahoo. And I know you lose the full point PPR coming from DraftKings. But this guy's going to be highly, highly involved in this offense. Steelers likely down. James Conner. Juju Smith-Schuster, two of their best players offensively. It's going to mean a lot of opportunity here for Jalen Samuels. I know Benny Snell expected to be back. I'm not worried about that, especially at the $17 price point. Yes, Snell will get his work. Samuels will be the lead dog there in Cincinnati. Fourth most fantasy points allowed per game to the running back position. So Samuels too expensive over on DK, but too cheap here on Yahoo. Make sure you're buying your shares here at just $17. All right, let's spend some money. We've been saving you money. Let's go back to the wide receiver position. Julio Jones, $35. So I know we're saying, why not Calvin Ridley? And I'm fine with Calvin Ridley. You could play both of these guys this week. But when you look at the pricing, there's only a $7 difference between Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I think a lot of people out there, the masses as we call them, are going to be on Ridley in this spot coming off that big game. Julio, box scores look okay. Nothing to write home about. There's other high-end options people are going to want to play as well. So I'm not going to say Julio has no ownership, but I think he could slide through the cracks here, and you couldn't drop a better spot here 
than Julio Jones at home against the worst team against the wide receiver position, the Tampa Bay Bucks, giving it up to everybody here. Dream spot, smash spot, whatever you want to call it here. And Julio Jones goes nuts. Great history as well. You want to add that in. Has played very well against this Tampa Bay defense. Over the last few seasons, cupcake matchup, Julio Jones smashes here in Week 12. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play for Week 12. But before we do that, guys, we're going to run it back. Contest time. Fantasy points here on Yahoo on my beast of the week is going to win one free week of Roto-Grinders Premium or a free Roto-Grinders t-shirt. And that's us saying thank you to you for watching the video, for the thumbs up, for the support, guys. It means a lot. I understand that. Without you guys, there's no fantasy bar. So thank you in advance. Now, before we get out of here, let's take a look at that play. You know, Matt's the beast of the week. Alright, beast time. We still owe you a quarterback and simple pairing here. We love Julio Jones. That means we love Matt Ryan. $33 this week. What's going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it's 520 on the dot on the East Coast, 220 on the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time. It's, of course, it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo. And joining me today, it's Friday. It's a three-man booth. So, of course, that means we got to roll out all the studs. The best-looking three-man booth I think you can even compile. Uh, we're looking for a certain demographic, apparently, today. Batting first, leading off, returning champion. Kyle, what's going on, dude? Yeah, this is actually three shows in a row because there was no show yesterday, right? I don't know if you were on one, but that'd be three in a row because, uh, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and now Friday. So three in a row. That's pretty uh, tense. If there was a show yesterday, surely you would have watched it because you uh, you, you uh, support all the content here at Rotor Grinders as, Always. <laughs> as for our pre-show <laughs> conversation. Listen to every single podcast that myself and, uh, well, one Travis Van Gogh, a.k.a. as he's going to be known from this, uh, this point forward, is Bone Van Gogh 69. Mangone, how's uh how things going in your world? Yeah, man, like th- th- that stick is not sticking. We'll have to see how uh, oh, it, it goes. I don't know how many pods I'm going to be on you to make that uh to see if that sticks. But um, yeah, uh, I'm having a good time. I'm excited. This is the best looking crew, I'd say. Uh, best looking grinders live crew here. So uh, we're going to give the good takes and listen, Dean. You got the best here, man. You got the Yahoo consensus ranking guys right here. Me and Kyle were on that today, so uh, we got all the Yahoo stuff covered. All right, so don't blow it. No, no excuses here, man. Going, uh, we'll give some body parts. Oh, man, hashtag no days off, Dean. We're out here grinding every single day, man. Well, you're you're working double shifts, right? Aren't you doing the uh, the morning grind as well? Yeah, man, double shift. I think it's my. Th- I think I got like three shows in twenty four hours, so I'm on like a three and four nights. Like, oh uh, boy, you know. but listen, going. Man, no tired legs here, man. Uh, I, I'm going right <laughs> to the hoop like Mello, trying to dunk on people. Well, you're gonna lack some efficiency. I'll guarantee you that much. Kyle, are you ready to pick up some usage of Mango and slacking a bit? No, he's never going to slack. Come on now. There we go. <laughs> see, Kyle picking me up while Dean's trying to bring me down. That's what I like to see. A good a good uh, teammate right there. Uh, Yahoo is sponsoring this show. We're on the YouTube as well. Feel free to like and subscribe over there. We very much appreciate that. Mango, how do you like to hit the like button? What, what, what's your uh, strategy? Uh, dude, I'm smashing the like button, man. I'm coming in hot. Smash that like button. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe so you can get all the content over here on Rotor Grinders. I'm not a creep like you, Dean, with that caressing stuff. That's a little weird. Well, no, I just, I, I want to, I'm gentle with my electronics. I want to, I want to have it for longer than like six months or so. That's not creepy. I don't think I think it's efficient and it's smart and it's long-term thinking. Oh, Dean, where's your backwards hat, man? You got one on layaway there? You can what put am I, on? 12? 
oh, wearing dude. the backwards hats? What are you talking yeah, about? You are, you're such an ageist. It's unreal. <laughs> get, get, trade out this Dean character for Big T, man. We get all the backwards hats going. We'll be looking good. <laughs> why would I wear a – honestly, why would I wear a backwards hat? And also, like, I got a big melon, you know, uh, the circumference <laughs> of my hat. It's like pi r squared. It's circular. Uh, I don't really make hats work, so it's not It's not for me. Uh Maybe if I go bald or start bowling more, there is some gray going on here. And of course, I'm in office today. This, the grays are popping. I uh, got that silver fox thing working for me today. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Sell me, sell me on the backwards hat there, Kyle. Why should I wear one of those? I mean, just think about it. If there's ever a day where you know not having a good hair day, or you know, for me, I got to do this weird stuff where I put stuff in my hair every day. If I don't want to do that, oh. I just put a hat on, and, and then we're good. You got Cardi's guy? What do you put in your hair? Like juices and berries or what? Everyone, everyone, the chat always asks me this. Well, they used to, and I answer it, so then they stopped. It's called molding mud. So I, you know, texturizes the hair, you know, keeps it in place, nice and nice and clean. So, how about yourself, Mango? What do you do with your hair? Any particular hair product you want to promote out there? Uh, I, I forget what I use, but uh, when, when I don't wear the hat, though, man, I, yeah, I, you know, get get the mousse in there, man. Got to gel yeah. it up, look good, man. Uh, the, the ladies love it. And listen, the ladies in chat are saying you would look hot in a backwards hat, Dean. So get, get yourself a backwards hat. Is that, is that singular or plural? Because I'm, I don't see the chat in front of me. Is that two or one? <laughs> I, I think I it's like a, you're rounding up. I think it's one, but maybe your burner's in there saying the same thing. <laughs> I got a bot that's working overtime for sure. Back in the day, club man that's what i would use i would get that yeah you guys are wear club man gel is that is that an old band product i don't nope. really know too old yep. i would wear that with my dracar noir uh, clone <laughs> i would i did not wear dracar noir for the, for the record uh you guys ready for some body parts yeah yeah sure i go guess for it Actually, man, no, like, are, uh, is anything broken the last like five minutes or so as far as – I know you're all of this kind of stuff. The Wizards right? starting lineup broke. It was Thomas, Beal, Brown Jr., Hachimura, and Thomas Bryant. Okay, so, anything of – no, we already knew that. Come on. You just you, you didn't you didn't ask that. You asked if any news dropped since we've been on the show. I, I yield to your judgment. And, again, this is, this is three and four nights, so that, that's a terrible answer. We knew that those guys were starting. Cam uh, Reddish now doubtful. There you go. That's the news. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, hero that's, Cam Reddish, man. That dude's a hero, man. Such a legend. Yeah, you uh, you lucked in some Cam Reddish the other night, so congratulations. What is – seriously? Oh, God. Yeah, there yes. we go. <laughs> uh, you know what it is? I'm like that gift, that Steve Buscemi gift, like when it was like in school. It was like, oh, what are you kids up to? Or what with the skate – I used to a skateboard prop over my shoulder. Oh, man. Uh, what, am I promoting any wacky brand here? What am I promoting? Let's see. Oh, it's Rotor Grinders. Represents. Right there. That, that kind of works out. Come on. This is honestly an upgrade, Chad? I don't think so. Uh, we'll see what the chat says, Dean. Keep it on, though. You're looking good, man. It looks ridiculous. Power through those body parts. Uh, yeah, Miami. Winslow is still out with his head. Uh, Derek Jones is out with his hip. Uh, Daniel House was upgraded the quest with the shoulder. Draymond Green still out with his heel. Uh, this is the big one, big situation as far as tonight. It's a weird night because yesterday was a two-game slate, and the value plays are better in a two-game slate as opposed to the 10-game slate uh, for tonight. Of course, those uh, situations may change. Everything is pending. But Sacramento, Corey Joseph's got a heel, so he's questionable with Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's got a handy, so he's questionable as well. Uh, Tony Snell is still out with his hip. Markeith Morris is back. He's probable with his knee. Seth Curry had the fish. He's not feeling particularly well, so he's currently questionable. We have Cam Reddish. These are the names we're saying in a 10-game slate. It is gross. It is terrible. It is awful. Cam Reddish is doubtful with that wrist. Uh, Kyrie Irving is still out with his shoulder. Jared Allen is probable with his ankle. And Chandler Hutchinson, uh, he's got shin splints. He's got shins, uh, and he's questionable. Kyle, this is bad, right? The, the value's terrible for a 10-game slate, is it not? Yeah, it is pretty tough. You know, not we've seen, you know, a few slates these past couple nights where the value is pretty obvious and pretty, pretty nice, to be honest. But yeah, not really the case. So it might lead to a night where we're kind of leading looking for that balanced build. So hopefully we can, you know, find some diamonds in the rough though here. Mango, you got any diamonds in the rough for me as I figure out this hat? Yeah, fix that tag, man. Everyone is killing you. You keep, The tag is sticking out. Put the hat on, you know, fix the tag. So well, it's, it's a brand not, new hat. I didn't want to taint it. You know, well, well, just, I don't know. Find a way to fix it. I don't know what to tell you. But, um, yeah, there's no real diamonds in the rough here, man. It's ugly. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about some ugly cheap crappers, uh, you know, for fun to see if any news breaks. Uh, but the real news we're waiting on, and I think the guy is going to be Yogi Ferrell. Uh, if Corey Joseph oh, ends up being out, loading up on some of him, and then hopefully Bogdanovich, uh, you know, he's already basically the point guard. So uh, I think he's going to be a guy that we really uh, touch on. And I think that news will break during the show. And, Dean, you know what I got handy, man? I got the air horn ready to rock. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's what I was looking forward to for sure. And uh, what I was saying before, if I was really interrupted with a hat on my head, uh, Cam Reddish, he was a hero for you personally because you crushed your night, right? You, you ended up – you uh, obviously used the lineup builder and you clearly sought out some Cam Reddish. 
and you grabbed like yourself like what five or ten percent, whatever it was, and you happened to land on the right lineup for you. And what you almost banked, you definitely would have finished, if nothing else. This segues into our little promo here. You definitely would have finished in the top ten, or you did finish in the top ten of a certain contest, and you did not have uh, RG Premium. You would have won yourself one one free month of RG Premium, correct? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I already rocked the RG badge, though, man. There's some other great, uh, you know, avatars I've rocked out there in the past, but I am RG badge. And uh, yeah, man, everyone hop on, get the RG badge going. Uh, it's one of the best. And if you win, you get some premium. And uh, what's better than that? Did you want to read the shout outs, Van Gogh, today? Or am I going to do that? Uh, dude, I, I'll, I'll just shout you out, man. Uh, all, the, all the ladies in chat saying that this is a uh, absolute Again, candy drop. <laughs> I, I saw Big T uh, talking about that. I don't know if he qualifies or not, but uh, uh, Big T was complimentary as well. <clears throat> All right, here's the names. A long list of those that have signed up, rocking the RG badge. These guys, again, if they uh, finish the top 10 of certain contests, they win themselves one free month of RG premium. We got Cheech 11. We got Sabbath. We got M. Coffer. Uh, D.F. Heim. D.F. Heim. Joey th- Joey three, uh, memes Garcia two 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 four private Joker one eight one nine nine zero, Darian Coco, Darian Cocos, uh, E E Ruth Ruff, <laughs> Mingo, you sure you don't want to do this? Nah, man, I, I like watching you struggle here, man. Uh, keep, keep it going. Uh, e Ruth Ruff, uh, finesse six one six, a frish, a frish, a frish seven. Ryan Pro 13, P Bella 13. Oh, look at that. Uh, Cowboysy, Cowboysy, and uh, Zolo Baxter, as well as uh, M Kofer, which I believe I read that one already. So there you go. The shout outs. Hopefully, I did not botch your name. I made it. I apologize. Game by game, Definitely we're going to break it down in just a second. The yeah, real are- quick, shout out to S. David, one, uh, 1001 man. His wife wants to leave him for you with that backwards hat, Dean. So. Oh, well, all right. Slide into DMs. Let's see. <laughs> Needles being DMs are him or his wife. <laughs> hey, you know what? Well, wait, well, we got a, it's a 10 game slate. Uh, but slide yeah, into DMs. True. We'll figure something out for sure. <laughs> Flexible. Uh, Charlotte, Washington, 234 and a half. That's a monster number, big total. Uh, Washington, a six point favorite here against the Hornets. Kyle, there's a lot of studs in this slate tonight. Uh, good matchup, of course, here. Two teams that are inept when it comes to you know defense, two teams that play at a nice pace, uh, two teams that don't rebound the ball. Uh, yeah, so what jumps out for you in this game? It, because the tricky part is kind of figuring out, like, is Cody Zeller a value play, or is he going to keep playing 15 minutes? The Thomas Bryant, you know, uh, the Wagner situation, like those guys basically play 48 minutes combined, but it's going to be 28 and 20, 24 and 24. Uh, how's that going to go down? They're both really strong fantasy portmen players. It's just kind of hard to figure out who's going to get how many minutes delegated their way. Uh, open it up, Kyle, as far as this game. We're starting out with a really interesting one. What pops for you? Yeah, I mean, so like I mentioned earlier, I think this is a day where you've got to try to find that balance build. And there are two guys that stick out immediately in this game, and that's Bradley Beal, who he's underpriced compared to some of the studs on, on this on this slate, and we've seen Bradley Beal really get it going 30-plus in the last four games, including two games of 40 or more points. So like Beal a pretty good amount. And then Devontae Graham is someone who I kind of expect to go less than 5%, less than 10% on most sites. And, you know, he's in the starting lineup now playing 35-plus minutes a game. Um, I just love Graham all around. The price is fine. Uh, his his per-minute production is okay, around a minute, uh, a point per minute. But uh, he's one of my favorite, you know, per dollar plays in this game. And, uh, yeah, I think Graham really balances out the lineup. 7,400 on FanDuel, uh, 6,900 on DraftKings. I like him a lot. Yeah, like even Rozier, I think, is playable too. IT2 is cheap enough where you can play him. He's playing the – oh, what do we Hutch- have? Nick? Hutchinson goes from questionable to out, Dean. So uh, might be Shaq Harrison season again, but uh, hey. Yeah, I mean the chat's getting like, excited, man. The, the chat's getting excited over. You know what's bad? The chat's getting excited over over Hutchinson. Like, come on, man. I, I okay. I guess that's not worthy. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, yeah, and and the Shaq Harrison thing was goofy for sure. And we'll have that conversation. He's no longer still minimum either. At least uh, certain places he isn't. The price has been raised up on him after his big game, and you know, he played well above his head. But all right, uh, jump in here, man. Going as far as Washington and Charlotte. Yeah, man. So Washington, Charlotte, it's one of the, uh, you know, top games of the day. Load up on it. Like anyone you want to play in this game is certainly in play. Love Bradley Beal. I think Bradley Beal is one of the better spend up options on this slate. I actually had him against the Spurs and it was quite frustrating, but I think this is an amazing spot for Bradley Beal. 
uh, we got to have some interest in him. So uh, Bradley Beal, one of the top plays on the Wizards side of the ball. On the opposite side, I am a little worried about uh, Terry Rozier. I agree with Kyle on Graham being a great play. Uh, you can't play the two guys together, Graham and, and Rozier. They both eat into each other's production. So you kind of have to decide what narrative, it, you know, the game script is going to go with. So um, just pick your poison, whichever guy you want. They're, they're both interesting options. One's probably going to dud and one's probably going to have a pretty big game. Uh, don't mind going as a cheap option. We need some cheap guys. Malik Monk. I think he could be a really intriguing option. Like maybe pairing him up like in your groups with some Terry Rozier. It seems like there's some correlation a little bit there between those two guys. So uh, don't mind a Malik Monk as a cheap guy. Uh, on the wizard side of the ball, Thomas Bryant is pretty cheap over on Yahoo. I think he's one guy that we really need to touch on. Uh, you can roster two centers over there, and it's typically a good idea to do. Uh, I think he's $23, and that's a really nice price for Thomas Bryant. He could destroy the, the Hornets. I mean, I would roster Big T, Dan Bach, you know, all those guys against the Hornets. So, uh, yeah, Thomas Bryant, certainly. Crane, would you roster Crane? Yeah, man, Crane, he'd be oh. shooting it from the outside the arc. Uh, even, and he's 3K. Help me get in the studs like Big T and JSU. <laughs> Crane is worse usage than uh, Nicholas Batum, by the way. Uh, I was looking at Batum stats that he don't ask me why. Uh, Batum this season has played 92 minutes, right? Uh, 92 minutes a season. Man, going, how many two-point shots has he taken? Uh, I saw it on Twitter.com when you posted it. Uh, so uh, it was zero two-point shots. Well, thanks for the retweet and the like. I, I appreciate the love. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that good, the retweet and like. How's that sound? Well, you don't think it's noteworthy the guys on a basketball court for 92 minutes, he takes zero two-point shots and zero free throws? No one cares about Nick Batum. We all know who the good Charlotte guys are, man. We're not, we're not playing any Nick Batum. All right. Uh, the Bryant, uh, I heard nothing on Wagner and Bryant. This feels kind of like that Mike Evans, you know, different sport, obviously, but Evans versus Godwin. One of these two guys is probably going to crush. Which one is it going to be tonight? Yeah, that's a great question. I'll lean to you, Kyle. What do you think about that? Like, I, I go with Bryant normally, but that's because I'm the cash guy. Like, uh, we probably need your GPP take here on the uh, Wagner situation. Yeah, I mean, Bryant's obviously the safer one. I think he gets the, the first crack at getting the, the majority of the minutes at the center spot. And like you said, it's a really good matchup here. Um, I guess for, for center on over on FanDuel, it's hard for me to go Wagner um, just because there's so many eligible centers here that are really viable, especially when you're considering the two spend-ups that I really like here in Embiid and Drummond. So center's a little tricky. I probably don't get to too much Bryant or Wagner on FanDuel where you can only play one of them. But like you said on Yahoo, Bryant's a pretty good price over there. Uh, so I would lean Bryant over the two, but I'm probably not playing either of them when I, if I can only play one. Yeah, Wagner, a better fantasy point, better player than Bryant. They're both good. Wagner, 1.25 this season, 1.2, depending on where you're shopping. Uh, Bryant, solid, too, 1.13, 1.14. But, again, uh, Bryant should play more minutes. We've seen the situation before where when Wagner's playing really well, he just uh, has Bryant take a seat. And those guys have played a combined how many minutes together this year, Mangone? The same amount of two-point shots Nicholas Batum has taken, zero. Let's move on. Atlanta, Detroit, 225.5 is the total. Detroit is a seven-point favorite against Atlanta. Uh, Mangone. You're the cash game guy. The cash game guy you threw out, Malik Monk, by the way, I should throw out for the record. He's not your cash game, right? He's in tournaments, I assume. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I've been playing 50 lineups. I'm going to mix in some Malik Monk today. I think he's an interesting guy to get some exposure to. Drop the qualifier, though. Somebody hears you say Malik Monk, they might get excited. They think it's a cash option. Yeah, not. Yeah, you're right. I mean, not really a cash guy for me. But, again, the value is really nasty today. I mean, it's not pretty out there. So, uh, you know, listen, I don't hate it if you want to kind of consider it if we get zero value, but I'm assuming the value is going to open up here with that Kings news. Is it though? Well, we shall see. And speaking of the value being terrible, you know, who's considered to be a value play today is Langston Galloway. Get excited, Bingoon. Yeah. Um, he's currently a guy I'm playing in my lineup and I don't <laughs> like it. Um, especially listen to this. So on like a site, like a FanDuel, right. Where you, you can only play two shooting guards. Like we're, we're playing Spencer Dinwiddie. He's an absolutely amazing play. Um, I can't play Spencer Dinwiddie. I can't play Galloway and Bradley Beal. Like, those are three shooting guards that I think are amazing plays, so a decision might have to be made there. Uh, that's something that's worth noting, and uh, I could see Bradley Beal getting a little overlooked. That's from the pass game. But, uh, yeah, Langston Galloway, he's certainly in play, but he's not my favorite guy on the Pistons side of the ball. Uh, it's Mr. Andre Drummond. I mean, Drummond's been great with Blake Griffin in the past, right? Uh, I know everyone's like, oh, this isn't the same Andre Drummond, but on DraftKings, he's $8,600, I believe, or 8500 that's just too cheap in a matchup against the Hawks. And listen, one reason I love Andre Drummond is when you pull up uh, and watch the game and you kind of see the box scores, you're watching the dots, Dean. I love when I see a guy like Andre Drummond. It says offensive rebound, missed shot. Offensive rebound, He's so bad shot. at like you're putting it back. Yeah, sticks him four Oh, yeah, baby. It's one of my favorite things to see. And this is a matchup where you see it happen against the Hawks. Uh, love Andre Drummond, one of the top center options and one of the top studs of the day. 
You know what else you're going to see is the stocks rise up today. Uh, Atlanta, number one team as far as yielding blocks and number three as far as yielding steals. How about that, Kyle? Dean, you always do that. I, I was, is that the expert survey? Is that for real? I, I, yeah, of course I read it. Like I support your content. I'm like you supporting mine. Well, well, I actually but, uh, didn't put that one in there, but I had that stat locked and loaded and ready to go. And then you just take it. It's like you do it instantaneously. I'm like every time. Wait, you're but blaming yeah. me for like getting into your mind, like knowing that thought was in your brain? I think you have some kind of bug on my computer or something. I literally <laughs> just pulled it up. I got but... a nanny cam in your, in your, in your apartment. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the only place Dean is a nanny cam. <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr.'s house. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but, uh, yeah that, that's that pop for you apparently. Yeah. Eight, eight total blocks per game for the Hawks, what they're allowing. And then uh, almost nine steals. So that's right up Drummond's alley. I, I mentioned this in a couple shows ago that Drummond really is most valuable when he's getting those steals and those blocks. So um, he's going to get the rebounds, obviously. Sometimes he will struggle to, you know, score 20 points a game. But, you know, if he can get those steals and those blocks, that's when, you know, he's the most valuable. And his price has come down after uh, the Blake Griffin return. So, like I said, he could be a key piece to building a more balanced lineup. It's going to be hard to kind of push these studs to the side. But I think my plan of attack is to go with a balanced lineup and kind of use my my ba- my uh, salary with Drummond and Beal as my studs, my top payups. Kyle's looking around his room like, I don't remember that teddy bear being in there three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what say you as far as the Langston Galloway like uh, chalk, which that's what we're seeing as of right now until maybe something else opens up. That feels like, you know, he's got a score. That's basically how he gets there. Like 20 actual points in the bucket. You're a Pistons fan. So give us your professional take here as far as Langston Galloway and the rest of the Pistons. Yeah. I mean, Langston Galloway, I've mentioned this at least 34 times this year when he gets on the floor, he just chucks. And that's, that's what you want to see. You don't want to play a value guy who's going to go out there and sit in a corner and do nothing. When, when Gallo's on the floor, he makes his prerogative to score and, and to be the, be the guy shooting the ball. And we've seen that in a few games so far this year, when he's, when he gets the run, he's going to, he's going to put him up. So I like Galloway a pretty good amount. He's the clear cut value option going to be pretty chalky here. And, but, uh, man, going kind of mention it. There's a little bit of a, a predicament here at shooting guard where Dinwiddie is an amazing play and, and you love Beal. So uh, hopefully we can find value elsewhere to get away from a, a guy like Langston Galloway because he is going to be pretty chalky. I don't think he's a bad play by any means, but I think Beal and Dinwiddie are, are such priorities for me that I'll have less Galloway than those two. Uh, Galloway, 11 bucks on Yahoo, by the way, just one buck above the floor. And I, have, I actually have your rankings pulled up in front of me. And let's see, your dollar for dollar rankings, uh, very uh, – Let's see. You got him. You got him third overall on Yahoo. Man, Goins got him fourth. Yep. So how about that? Uh, yeah, no surprise. Beal is uh, the number one consensus, dude. Uh, man, Goins, if you're playing tournaments, you running it back with uh, Trey Young? Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense, and I think Trey Young is a really good spend up option. And I think you can consider it in, like on some sites in cash games, just because you don't you know have a ton of point guard value right now. But um, well, I think Trey Young phenomenal option. He sees so much usage, so you have to love him. Trey Young definitely one of the great plays to run back, and I'll be running back in some of my Andre Drummond lineups today. Uh, I did want to mention with Cam Reddish out, we have DeAndre Bembry again, another shooting guard to talk about. Do we have interest in him at that price? Is he a guy that we want to play? I don't mind it. I think, you know, he's starting. That's one of the problems I have. And I'm wondering if they're going to stagger him enough where he gets the usage to himself. Uh, what do you got? What do you kind of think about that, Cox? I think Bemery's a really good play here. Yeah, I do think he's a he's a fine play, but I am a little bit worried about, you know, kind of seeing how they mix in Alan Crabb and Evan Turner. <laughs> and when I kind of consider Langston Galloway a much safer play for the minutes and also probably the shot attempts, I'd probably just lean Galloway if I was spending down there. And I know he would be chalky, but I think I would – Lean chalk, the chalk over Bembry there. I don't think Bembry's bad by any means, but uh, I do think the Turner and the and Crab being there puts a little bit of a doubt in my mind where, where Galloway doesn't really have that for me. Yeah, but I mean, they have other bodies too. They got Hunter that's lurking. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, who, Evan, you mentioned Evan Turner, right? He's another guy that's an option that can get some runners, I suppose. Bembry could play 30 to 35 minutes, but yeah. again, the chalk is bad. So I'm not going to say you can't play him, but I'm not excited about it for sure. Uh, shall we move on, boys? One, one last guy. Uh, can we play Bruce Brown at 4.3K on DK? Listen, we got to kind of create some value. I'm, I'm just asking a question. Like, is he a guy that we can mix in there? Like, we all want to play Luca. He's a beast. So um, is he a value play that you can play? Uh, my thought is no. <laughs> that, that's my first. I haven't dug into Bruce Brown, to be honest. But my initial thought is no. Kyle? Yeah, for me, I, I don't know. I just think uh, I, I lean no because Bruce Brown is really valuable when he gets those point guard minutes. I don't think he's going to get too many of them here with uh, with Derrick Rose being active and with them giving some point guard minutes to Galloway and Kennard as well. So I probably stay away from Brown. I think they're 
might be a couple other guys that we can get to. I think DeAndre Hunter at 600, only 600 more on DraftKings uh, could be viable as well. And I, I have a little bit of interest in Hunter. I'm not feeling too great about it. My stomach kind of hurts, but um, I think he could be okay. He's yeah. one of those where you're better off watching the dots. Don't watch the games if you have yeah. like He's, he's going to make he's, – he's a rookie still figuring things out. Yeah, uh, one last guy who's too cheap on Yahoo is Blake Griffin specifically, $33. So that's, that's a nice price for him over there. Wherever yeah. you can price shop for him, uh, you can put him into your lineup. If you're watching the games on Blake, he's not – Kyle, you can tell Blake's not looking good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of rusty and he's also um, kind of easing himself in while he's playing. So it's not, it's not ideal. He's not getting the full minutes, obviously, but he's also not really pushing himself too much. But – hey, that just means more uh, more action for Drummond, so I'm okay with it for now. I guess it's sort of baked into the price to some degree, too. Yeah. So uh, Sacramento, Brooklyn, 215 is a total, not a particularly high number. Sacramento, two-point dog here. And like we said, this is a spot where value may open up. I'm not sure if it's good value or bad value. Well, yeah, that's yet to be determined. Uh, Bogdanovich is questionable. Corey Joseph and his, what, 14 assists last game. Uh, they're questionable as well, too. Of course, uh, if Corey to Joseph doesn't go, or especially if Bogdanovich, if both of them don't go, all of a sudden it's going to be Yogi Ferrell day, Yogi Ferrell season, which is hard to get, get excited about. Uh, talk to me about how you're handling that situation, Kyle, like if thens. Yeah, so I think if, if these guys both sit, it's going to be a really good opportunity to, you know, find kind of find a team that's going to have a pretty short rotation. Uh, right now it looks like they have, you know, uh-oh. All right, Dean, it? you're going to hate this. It's an update. Allen's available, Bogdanovich still questionable, and Joseph still questionable. And that's an update that they said. So, like, we're kind of screwed on this value, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Like, we still don't have it. <laughs> Who's like, Allen? Jared Allen. He's available. Oh, that was, did you not listen to the body carts? That was so Dean, long ago. I did, but it's important to note because we got the update. Like, this was the update. So now we have to wait another 30 minutes. So you can't just sit on your hand. You know, you just can't put your hands down and just be like, okay, uh, you know, wait for the value. Like, you have to start looking for value because it, it might not be coming. Oh, boy. That, that, um, that's why I mentioned it. That's why I hit the horn, because it's important. We might have to talk about disgusting plays like Bruce Brown that I just mentioned. I'd rather smash the like button than, uh, than hit, the va- hit the button. What's the value plays that we're playing today? They're pretty awful. Again, if you guys are on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Obviously, we do appreciate that. The analytics appreciate that uh, here at Roto-Grinders. It, it helps keep the proverbial lights on. Uh, Mango, what are we doing with this game? Because it feels like things are going the wrong direction, according to your updates and your air horn. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, we got an update here too. Josh Richardson will miss the game. That's uh, official. So Josh Richardson oh. just got ruled out uh, just now. But um, I don't Did know if that's about gonna... that one. Yeah, I don't don't know. I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing Corkmaz starts for them. Oh, that's normally it's who... season. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's getting ugly. I'm actually about to tweet Yogi Ferrell right now and ask him if he's playing and tell him that we need. Why him, would so. Yogi Ferrell? Why would he answer you? Never know, man. I got a, I got a message from a beat writer yesterday. Important. Yeah, man. I got a message. Oh, I got to drop everything. Mangone is mentioning, mentioning me <laughs> on Twitter. Listen, we'll have to see, Dean. We'll have to see. It, it doesn't hurt to shoot, man. It doesn't hurt to shoot your shot. But yeah, well, um, Carmelo, he's a minus 20 in 20 minutes. It does hurt sometimes, but go ahead. Anyway, so this game, uh, love Spencer Dinwiddie. He's one of the guys you want to load up on. I still think Jared Allen in tournaments, I think people are going to be scared of that price hike. I think they're just going to see it and be like, man, I can't roster him. But he still has a ton of opportunity here. Uh, I still think there's upside at that price. So still like Jared Allen. Uh, one guy who you like on the other side, he can get a little bit of ha- a little bit handsy there. Dean. Oh, my boy. Uh, Rashawn Holmes. I mean, he's got to be an intriguing option that we have to like on the Kings. Buddy Hyde, Chops Boy, he's definitely going to be in play. Uh, hoping it's Yogi season. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to like in this game. So this is one of the uh, games that uh, on NBA League Pass, uh, P- the DFS players are all going to be watching this one because uh, the, all the stars are out tonight in this game. We want to play all these DFS players. Uh, all the DFS players the other night watched Golden State versus Dallas. And like the school, it was the all, just DFS players and Jeff Van Gundy, basically the only people watching that game. It was like a 70-point leader until the other night. Luca absolutely pummeled in the first three quarters. It was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, this, this, uh, I, I do like Rashawn Holmes and like, who's going to get Rashawn Holmes in foul trouble? You know, that's a kind of a rhetorical question, but it feels like there's not really guys on that Brooklyn side that can make it happen. But Rashawn Holmes can also find foul trouble too, but I, I like him in tournaments. I don't think I trust him in cash games necessarily. Uh, he is priced up fully, but that price is justified and the minutes are probably going to be there as well. Kyle, your thoughts, we mentioned Dinwiddie in passing. We're just playing him in cash, right? Yeah, I think Dinwiddie's the, the cash game lock here. The price it's kind of it's pretty similar to what he was two days ago, so nothing really changed for me here. Um, the only thing is, it's a much better matchup against Sacramento, who you know Dinwiddie out of his out of his touches, twenty percent come in isolation, and uh, Kings just so happen to be the worst team at defending isolation guards here. So really good spot for Dinwiddie, and that it's going to be a high paced game. 
Um, I think it's a really good spot for him overall. But I do think you can get some of these value guys here. Joe Harris is a kind of a cringe play who will, will come at value at a small forward. He's a guy who you would, you would kind of figure to get more shots up with Levert and Kyrie out. But um, we kind of really haven't seen that come into fruition quite yet. But um, I think it's definitely possible here. But he's pretty much the only one, maybe Garrett Temple. But uh, on the Sacramento side, if we see Joseph and Bodanovich um, sit, I think we're going to have a lot of kings to jam in here. I think Yogi Ferrell would be a really good play. He'd be the value option for me. And it's nice that he'll be uh, point guard eligible on most sites. Fun fact, in five-minute sample size, Yogi Ferrell has a 41% usage and nearly three points per minute with all these guys off the floor. So that matters a lot, right? Who was that against? Like the Golden State Warriors, like the bottom like four players or five players? I have no idea. Had to idea. be a mop-up duty or something like that, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, that's yeah. not a fun fact. That's a deceiving fact. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't, don't use that. Don't it's use that. Fact I may have a worse fun fact later that we'll get to. But. <laughs> they don't have to be fun. If, just because something's true doesn't mean it's automatically fun. When I, say, when I say it's a fun, fun fact, it's going to be the one, Dean. So you can tell me which one was worse, mine or Kyle's. Oh, Dean yeah. hates fun. Ugh. No, I'm pro-fun. I just I don't, I don't like mislabeling fun. <laughs> I, I don't think that was fun. It was just a fact. Uh, anything else this game? Man, go to shall we move on? Yeah, man. Listen, this is a game to load up on. Uh, if Bogdanovich plays too, we didn't. Me- I don't know how much we mentioned him, but if he plays, like he's the de facto point guard. Like even if Corey Joseph is in, so uh, Bogdanovich becomes an amazing tournament play because he's been questionable all day long. So gotta love some Bogdanovich. He- I think he's a really great play if he does play. He's fully priced, but like, and he's probably gonna become at the bench. But like, like you said, if he he may play thirty five minutes and just absolutely smash. Um, obviously, that the total is not very high, but. Again, this slate is, is pretty rough. Let's move on. Miami. My Miami Heat. Uh, Mango, it's not too early to call it, right? They are the Southeastern Conference champions. Just give them the crown, right? They want it. It's over? Well, they better be because I, I put a bet on it, man. I max bet it. So I uh, go Miami Somebody Heat. you off on that one, too. Uh, I don't know if it was you for sure, but we had a conversation about it. We, we definitely discussed it. Uh, but, yeah, the Miami Heat, um, yeah, they're, they're obviously in a good spot. We got the Jimmy Butler revenge spot right back to Chicago. I don't know how much that matters. But uh, I do think Jimmy Butler is one of those stars you can spend on today. Like, I love a guy like Luka and spending up on him, but I do think there's some guys in this, like, not, not in, like, the top tier, but in, like, the second tier range that are really interesting and good plays. And I think Jimmy Butler is one of them. I think we could see a really big game out of him against this terrible Chicago Bulls team. So I think he's a really nice option that you can consider. Hey, Kyle, uh, Michigan Homer, did you get any action of that uh, Robinson, like, 19 three-point game? No, I didn't. I, oh, the, the Duncan Robinson. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, a couple, it was, last yeah, it was Narrative Street against John Beeline, yeah. the former coach. Man. I know. Perfect. I know. What, 29 points and then like 31 fantasy points because he got <laughs> like two other rebounds and that's it. But yeah, that's what Duncan does, man. He's, he's cold-blooded from three. I've seen that for a few years now. I wish I would have gotten blooded. on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not chasing those, all right? To be, to be clear, like that's not repeatable necessarily, unlikely. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's definitely not repeatable, but he's going to play a ton of minutes. I don't necessarily recommend it. He's at shooting guard, so that's another issue. So I I wouldn't get there. I mean, if you can get him at a different position, he's super cheap, going to play a ton of minutes. So don't hate it, but don't love it. I love Adebayo, but he's fully priced. And, like, again, there's there's not a lot of value. And, hey, Kyle, as far as lineup construction today, what about just, like, hammering the mid-tier and, like, maybe only getting, like, one star? Is that a viable route to take? Yeah, that's that's kind of my plan of attack right now. I think my two guys that I'm kind of making a priority, you know, Upwards of, I guess, stud territory would be Bradley Beal and Drummond, and then kind of filling in some some value or some mid-tier guys. Uh, the studs are really good on, on the slate. A few of them are anyway, and I just don't I just don't feel like it's a good slate because of, of the lack of truly truly good value. So I'm really trying to uh, trying to balance it out. Mango, yeah. my my three are uh, I mean Drummond, Beal, and probably Luca. I'm still trying to maybe work him in on a DK. What's not that much- lineup gonna look? What's the rest of that lineup gonna look like? It's gonna be trash. I'm, I'm, I'm saying you pick. You, well, you pick two of the three probably. Okay, like I, I don't know which one, right? Like uh, I'm not out here giving out the full lineup, Dean. So uh, listen, we live in the world <laughs> of society. We have services. rules. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, um, but you, you do I, know we live in the world of a salary. I just want to remind you, you're aware of this, right? Yeah, yeah, we do live in a world of a salary cap. And if we want to play these studs, Dean, we have to kind of figure out who on earth we're going to play that's, you know, cheaper than 5K because uh, we have to play someone. The stud lubricant today is really bad. This is kind of the point we keep on, we keep on making. Uh, the cheapies are just awful. Uh, you like anybody in Chicago? Are you chasing this Harrison nonsense? Uh, I'm not going to chase the Harrison stuff, I don't think, at the price. But I will say if you want to chase the Harrison stuff – 
I don't hate it because the coach, right? Uh, Jim Boylan, I saw the quotes like before the game and dude, Jim Boylan was like gushing about Jack Harrison. He was like, this guy is a, a top five athlete that I've ever seen. He's like, this guy could be on a football field. That's how athletic he is. I mean, Jim Boylan loves this guy. So um, listen, he says he's like the most well-conditioned player he's ever seen. So Jim Boylan likes him. And listen, I'm not the coach. Uh, if I was the coach, I probably wouldn't be playing Shaq Harrison, but Jim Boylan is, he's probably going to play him. So if he paid off for you last time, I don't hate going back to the well. It took him 15 games to realize that Harrison's this great athlete. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I can't figure out Jim Boylan. He also said his favorite player he's ever coached is Bobby Portis. So uh, I don't what? know. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing he said. He said, my favorite player I've ever coached is Bobby freaking Portis. Marquise Chris is a great athlete, too. He just probably shouldn't be playing basketball. He should be doing something else. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, uh, man. There, uh, there's nothing I want to touch on the Bulls. Like, it's – I will say, when Boylan does, like, talk up a player, though, like, he talked up Gafford. He said, oh, Gafford's going to play some first half minutes. He's going to have a big game. And uh, Gafford played a, and had a massive 40-point game. So, Jim Boylan quotes, uh, he may say some stupid things, but uh, they're real, man. They matter. Kyle, Bulls? Man, so if you're looking on on most sites, so you see five Bulls point guards that are getting 20. They got 20 minutes last game uh, with Harrison entering the starting lineup. Uh, if Harrison's starting again, don't hate it. Um, but the key there is he has to be starting for me to have any interest. I guess I have some interest in Kobe White, a guy who you know I'm surprised he even played last game, but he looked okay on that on that ankle that he said was sprained, or, or the, the beat reporter said it was sprained, and then he played. Um, but you know, we talked about the Bucks allowing a lot of threes and the Heat are second. So expect these these shooters to get some shots up here with uh, the Heat allowing a lot of three-point attempts. So I guess Kobe White would be the guy for me. And then marketing is really cheap over on FanDuel. So I'm getting to a pretty good amount of marketing on FanDuel. Moving on, we got uh, San Antonio in uh, Philadelphia. 221.5 is the total. San Antonio is a seven-point dog. White is out for what it's worth. The prices have adjusted on guys like Mills. The whole – I mean, DeJounte Murray – his minutes are still suppressed. This might be the case the entire season. Who knows? I have no idea. We do have Richardson out on the Philadelphia side. Uh, I've not seen a starting lineup, but we're guessing it's going to be uh, Birkin Korkmaz, I presume, uh, most likely to grab those minutes there. I don't know how much we care. You got uh, three-point savant, Ben Simmons, on the Philadelphia side. Embiid, they've already said as far as Joel Embiid, his minutes have been kind of sort of wonky to some degree and hard to trust. Uh, of course, he can get the 34-35, but like, sometimes they kind of push back on it as well. And this is the front end of a back-to-back for Philadelphia, and they've already said things might change if this game goes double overtime or something like that, or who knows. Uh, but they've already said he's, he's, they plan on playing him the second game. Uh, the, the, a lot of teams, by the way, it's, it's noteworthy on this 10-gamer. Uh, I think it's like 10 teams that are on the front end of a back-to-back. Uh, as far as the studs, Kyle, Embiid, what say you? Um, I really like Drummond, but I, I really like Embiid as well. So if I'm – you know, out of my three main lineups that I have, I really want to get Embiid in one of them. The uh, the Spurs have really struggled to defend guys in the post here, and, and obviously we know Embiid does a lot of his work in the post. Uh, out of the out of every team on the slate, the Spurs are dead last in you know the efficiency that they allow to post players. So really good spot for Embiid. The price is okay. You know, ten one on Fanduel, nine three on DraftKings. None of those are you know anything to run away from. So I think he's a really good option. Um, Slightly worried about the minutes here. They could probably scale him back a little bit, but I still projected him for 32, so uh, I like Embiid a good amount. Van Gogh? Yeah, uh, love the take on Embiid. Uh, you stole my post stat, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, he's, listen, phenomenal play. Thank you, someone you want to definitely load up Was on. Was that your fun fact, Van Gogh? No, I got I got one on the Spurs side. We'll get there. The really oh, nasty. It's gonna be. I can't wait. It's gonna be a boatload of fun if it's on the Spurs. It's gonna be Go awful. Um, it's gonna be so bad. Um, but I think Al Horford's in play, right at fifty seven hundred. I think that's a pretty interesting price tag on him that you can consider if you want to build that like mid range, mid tier lineup over on DraftKings. Uh, I think Al Horford's certainly in play. So uh, like that a little bit. We talked about obviously the post play and everything. If you don't want to play Embiid, don't want to spend that price on him. Why not spend that on Al Horford? Um, I mean, is that a rhetorical question, or do you want an actual answer on that? I mean, up to you, man. I just think he's a great play. Is he a great play? What else you got, Dean? Like, he's, it, he's not a big usage guy. He's averaging just over a fantasy point per minute. He's fine, and they don't necessarily press his minutes too often. It's it's the front of a back to back for him as well, and he's not exactly you know spry. So, like, he's fine. Yeah, he I, sure. I, I, great great play was a little did. too much. He's fine. He's a fine play. He's value. 
All right. Yeah, redeem yourself with a fun fact for San Antonio. Oh, no, no. Will's telling me not to do it because I said on the morning grind. Just, just hear me out on this. Hear me oh, out. No. Um, so if you were going to play a 3K player today, if I told you, Dean, you got to play a 3K player, you got to uh-huh. play one, okay? Uh-huh. Um, the Spurs have talked about making lineup changes. They're thinking about making a move, and one of the guys they're talking about is Mr. Damari Carroll. Um, no. I'm not playing him. He's a Spur? He's a Spur, man. He makes $21 million as a Spur. Um, we're playing less than the aforementioned Nicholas Batum, but go ahead. Yeah, so here's your, here's your fun fact about the, uh, about the Spurs. I was actually talking with Mike Gallagher about this, and he, he found this stat, so I'll, I'll, uh, you know, tell, I'll give him the uh, credit because he looked it up. Um, the combo of Rudy Gay, Jakob Podol, and Damari Carroll in 19 minutes has a plus 42.3 rating. I mean, listen – the, the, the staff's got to see no. this and make a change, no. right? It's been getting ugly. Kyle, um, I forget how – I know your, your fact was not fun, but by default, your fact is more fun than that ridiculous fact. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a really bad fact. All I'm saying is, is, listen, we're looking for some value. If the Spurs happen to say that they're thinking of making a lineup change, that could be it. Like I said, he's, I'm not playing him in cash. I might play him on, like, a Tuttle 1-on-150, one of my, like, lineups. But I'm just – like I said, if you have to play a 3K play – there you go. I think this person going to make find a, a charity you like, Mango. Do, do something better with this money. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Maybe I should find a little charity to donate to. It's that time of year. <laughs> it's the holiday season coming around. We got anything else this game, Kyle? I'm having a hard time. I don't want to pick up Philadelphia's defense. Uh, whatever. Double D's, the Rosen's fine. Aldridge is fine. But for me, not tonight. I'm not going there. I just don't see ceiling games out of those guys. Uh, it's just a full pass for San Antonio. That's it. I'm crossing them off. Including yeah, we'll say Carroll. Yeah, I will say I do agree with uh, with Mangone on Horford on DraftKings. On FanDuel, I don't get to him too much, but uh, my projections have him as a pretty good value over on, on DraftKings, where he's 5,700. Is there, is there any spur you guys are going to play like the, besides maybe one of 150? Like, who, who do you have here? Like, is it Mills? Is it Forbes? Any of these guys? Or just Sixers are too tough on defense and we pass? I'm trying to see the price. Is Mills still like 10 bucks on Yahoo? I'm trying to pull that one up because if he's, st- if he's like still crazy uh, cheap there. He was cheap. I forget. He's I, 10 I don't bucks think I- on Yahoo. So, like, Mills is a guy you could play on Yahoo. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I thought there were some better guys you could go to. Like, I'd rather go to a Bowman. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but again, you're, if you're forcing me to choose, I'm taking him before I'm taking Damari Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, Dean. Like I said, uh, I, I said a 3K crapper, man. If you have to play a 3K guy. But you don't. That's I'm the just, great thing about DFS. True, 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 true. But we do live in the world of a salary cap, and I don't have any value. <laughs> Lake Show, OKC, 210.5 is a total. This is a rematch of a game that went down last week. Obviously not a very appealing number. Uh, the Lakers are a really solid defense. They play, they play slow as well as far as the pace. You know, hey, uh, and we don't have money for LeBron. I don't, I don't have money for LeBron. Of course, if you're rolling out a certain number of tournaments, by all means, get there. You can put up 70 or 80 still. He's the, you know, he's the GOAT. Davis as well, playing through that shoulder, has been good uh, of late. Uh, I just don't know if I have salary here, Kyle. Do you have, do you have salary for these Laker, Laker dudes? Um, no, I – I can't get to any of these guys here. I, I thought about getting to Davis a little bit. You know, it just kind of had a pretty smash spot in this game. Uh, the same matchup a couple of days ago, but yeah, no interest in the studs here for me. Uh, Mangone? Yeah, man. Uh, if, if this is Shark Tank, I'm out, man. Uh, no no <laughs> chance. I don't want to mess with many of these guys. Uh, I, I get the Anthony Davis thing if you want to go there, but I, I don't think I, I think I'd rather play Andre Drummond instead. So uh, I'm out on these expensive Lakers. Uh, the only Laker I'm like sort of kind of considering, again, I'm trying to create value myself. I'm just trying to make it happen. Um, Rajon Rondo, he's oh, trended upwards from 18 minutes to 24 to 27. Uh, he's a really good option there. That's uh, kind of been doing pretty well getting the second, uh, second unit involved. So yeah, I mean, Rondo, I think he's like 4,800 or 4,600. I think he's a value play that has tournament winning upside. You know, he can have that 40, you know, point ceiling type of game. So, um, yeah, Rondo's an interesting tournament value. Does anybody want to sell, want to sell me a Thunder player? Um, Schroeder, if you can play him at another position besides shooting guard, um, yeah. with Diallo out, might be able to pick up, you know, get to that 30 minute mark. Like I kind of called against LA last game, put up 31 points, and I think he had less than 30 fantasy points. No, he had 32 on FanDuel because all those turnovers, but I guess Schroeder would be the only one really for me. We got Bobby in the chat asking about Kyle Kuzma. I mean, he's, just, he's just so clearly the third banana on this team, but well far behind, you know, LeBron and Davis. Uh, he's coming back with that eye. He's expected to play with that eye. Uh, got banged up pretty good last time. Looked at Glenn in The Walking Dead temporarily. But uh, spoiler alert, it's been long enough, you people. If you haven't seen it already, I'm sorry. Uh, let's move on. Anything else this game, Mangoni, you're good to go? 
No thunder for me, man. Hit that big X button. Let's move. I'm on. ready for another X button. Uh, Randy Jack, Randy Jackson's already weighed in. It's a no for him, dog. As far as the Cavs, the Cavs are in Dallas. Two twenty-one and a half is the total. Cleveland's a nine or ten point favorite here. Tristan Thompson back from his rest, so uh, you know it's cluttered once again. Uh, and also, these guys kind of sort of stink, and they're priced at a point where they're not really appealing. Any Cavs? Three, two, one. None are sold. Uh, talk about Luka Doncic, guys, because he's amazing. We love to roll with a salary cap. You could have one stud tonight. Mango, and you mentioned Luka before. So the price is up, but you're saying it's still uh, something you can make work, correct? Uh, you can, but the problem is the value is really bad. So I think you can make it work, but it's not easy. Um, I think he's in the conversation. I think it opens up more if we get this King's value, right? That's where I think it becomes more intriguing and easier to make happen. So, uh, yeah, Luca's a great play. Uh, I know sometimes I worry about Blaud a little too much and I did that the other day against the Warriors. I only had him on one of my, uh, cash teams. I didn't have him on the second one on the other site, which was quite frustrating, but um, yeah, Luca, phenomenal play. Someone that you definitely, I think, want to get some exposure to. But that's the only map I'm really interested in. Kyle? Yeah, oh, man. this uh, Luca oh, punished man. me the other night when I kind of left him out of consideration when I, uh, when I against the Warriors, and he uh, he did me dirty. He played, like, I think, what, 25 minutes or something like that? He didn't even see any minutes in the fourth quarter, and he still able was able to uh, make me look like a fool. But, man, the, the ugly one for me here is Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, kind of squint and pray, I guess. Don't love it, but he's small forward eligible on, on FanDuel, and he's pretty cheap. Should play a lot of minutes here. Really good matchup. That's pretty much all I can say about him. And then Porzingis on DraftKings, where he's 7,300. He's uh, one of my favorite value plays over there, especially if you're looking to build a balanced lineup. Boston, Denver, 206.5 is a total. Another very uh, not appealing game. Denver, of course, one of the slowest teams in all basketball. Good home team. Uh, you know, good defense all around. The Boston side, you know, they're a solid team, too, but, like, they're all sort of priced where they should be. Everybody's going to be playing today. Everybody's available, as far as we know. Um, Van Gogh, sell me on one of your Celtics, or is this, like, is this game happening? It's happening, but it's in a forest, right? Is, are we acknowledging this game? Yeah, I don't think we're acknowledging it that much, to be honest. I don't know if you know this, Dean. The, the Celtics, like, uh, I kind of like them to win this game. I, I also like the over on this game, too. Oh, uh, side? Yeah, yeah, that's one of my uh, picks today on my uh, NBA article. It's the over I have on this game because, like, the team totals that they have throughout the season, uh, you know, it's way it's way higher than the actual line. 206 was just a little too low, in my opinion. So saw some value there. But I also like the Celtics to win. Uh, and maybe that's my Celtics homerism there. But this is a year from when the Jamal Murray game happened, Dean. Do you remember how disrespected the Celtics were? And let me tell you, I read an article about it today. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they're pissed, man. They still remember this. Like That was Kyrie that got pissed, wasn't it? Well, Kyrie got mad, but like Jalen Brown and them and Smart, they're like, we felt disrespected. And listen, like there's one guy that you don't want to disrespect and give more motivation to. It's probably Marcus Smart. Like, that really? Team, That's the one guy? I don't know. Is he the, um, it's probably LeBron, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you get what I mean? Like he's a guy that uh, he wears the heart on the sleeve, right? He's going to get after it tonight. So uh, yeah, I like this Celtics team a little bit. I think they're going to do pretty well. So um, I don't mind. I mean, Jason Tatum showed some really good stuff the other night and he's had a nice usage without Gordon Hayward. So I think a tournament dart you could throw in this game is a Tatum. Don't hate that. If you want to be a little bit different, maybe run it back with a Jokic. If you think that that this is a good game for him, maybe the slower tempo and game environment helps him because he drinks so much Coca-Cola, the three liters, like you, like you like <laughs> talk about, but no, um, I think it's two, three liter bottles. So I think it was like six total liters. But yeah. I think he's off that. Yeah, you're not wrong, though. This isn't the greatest game. Uh, what do you think, Kyle? Like, is this a game you want to get any exposure to? I think you can throw some darts here and there, but not too much. Yeah, I think if you really want to get contrarian, you can kind of spend up and, you know, go with the Tatum, like you mentioned, maybe Jokic. Uh, I, I don't like Jokic myself here, but he is going to be virtually unknown. So for me, th- these teams are both top seven in defensive efficiency. They're both bottom half in pace with uh, the Nuggets being bottom three in pace. And if you look at the usage rates for all these teams, for all these players in these teams, they're all spread out. This is Two of probably the the most in depth teams, with considering how many guys they can run out there each and every day, and they can put the ball in their hands. So I don't really like anybody here. I think this is just two games where two teams where I don't really love any of the fantasy options. If basketball was a ten on ten game, like Boston and Denver, we like two of the best yeah. teams in basketball. And you know who else? Miami. Miami's pretty deep as well too. Yep. Uh, but it's not. It's five on five. So it is not confirmed. Worth, that we're talking about. Um, is this, isn't yeah. the big three league? It's not a different league we're talking about here. I thought that's no. what we were talking. <laughs> that's why Joe Johnson didn't make it with the Pistons. He couldn't think. Of it. There's two more guys in the court. He couldn't figure that out. So they had to they had to let him go and keep Wood. 
Uh, and as much as people hate Jokic, oh, he's the worst, he stinks, he's fat, he's still averaging 1.3 fantasy points a minute in the season. Like, that's still good. Uh, and he is kind of sort of priced down. And like, like Kyle said, like, nobody's going to roster him. Yeah, um, like I said, if you're playing Jokic, like, run it back with the Tatum, right? Like, that's kind of how I would approach it. Like, I'm not really, like, jamming these guys in. But if you're buying low on the salary and you like it, like, I think there's ways to do it. I don't think I need to run it back, to be honest. Like, why do I need – like, because Boston's going to be, like, a bunch of different guys. They're all going to kind of sort of get there, but nobody really smashes. Like, probably. Well, I, I, I hear J- you. Jason Tatum's still only 19, Dean. He's Well, he's, he's not – yeah, he's – Triple J passed him by somehow. I'm not really sure <laughs> – one of these days, Jason Tatum is going to be able to have a, an alcoholic beverage legally. Let's move on. Golden State and Utah. Utah, the best defense in all of basketball, taking on a, a Golden State Warriors team that's completely lost and without a point guard, basically. Kyle, Kyle Bowen, I presume we running point once again last night. One of my favorite parts of that game, the RNA play at Golden State when they faced Dallas, Kyle Bowman got his third foul in the second quarter with like six minutes to go or something like that. And they're down like 40, and Steve Kerr is like, we got to take Kyle Bowman out. We got to preserve him for the second half. <laughs> What is going on? Like, he's usually pretty sharp when it comes to, like, you know, maybe he just doesn't care because, you know, they yeah. were getting walloped either way. Uh, so there's probably going to be just eight guys, right? Eight basketball players in uniform playing for the Warriors once again tonight. Unless somebody got called up for the G League. I don't know, Kyle, but to my knowledge, there's just eight dudes playing basketball for Golden State. Yes? Yeah, that's why I have as well, so. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and again, they're not going to get shut out. They're projected to score 96 points. It's a really tough matchup. Their offense is going to look gross. Uh, some of the guys have been priced up. We see Marquise Chris going to get a bump in prices in some places. Uh, uh, Amari, Amari Spellman is still kind of sort of priced down. Uh, if this game blows out, I presume it's going to, you know, Spellman will be out there and Chris will probably be out there as well as Poole and maybe a vet like Burke gets a rest or something like that or uh, Glenn Robinson the third. Like in theory, there should be some value here just because minutes over efficiency. Is that something that we're looking at or maybe they just all are terrible and they score like 75 points versus Rudy Gobert? So my, my kind of opinion is I guess Burks is really the only guy that is going to lose a significant amount of minutes due to a blowout. So if that is the case here, we've talked about it on this show a few times where, you know, you kind of get Conley out of there, you get Gobert out of there. And this is one of the faster uh, units uh, for this Jazz team with their bench unit out there. So uh, obviously their defense efficiency is not going to be as good with a guy like Gobert off the floor. Uh, so I actually like these Warriors a, a lot, and I don't lo- love that. I mean, like you said, these guys aren't <laughs> any – superior superstars or anything like that but they're going to get a lot of minutes and like you said they're not going to get shut out they're going to get points one way or the other and um, a lot of them are going to play a lot of minutes because despite this game most likely going to be a blowout um they don't really have anybody to run out there to to do nothing so they got to so play these power guys rank to power on. rank the warriors for me uh spellman number one for me he's 3700 on fanduel great value uh probably birch two pascal probably three and then uh kai bowman probably four Kaibo might be three, so interchange those two. Yahoo specific Spellman's eleven. Chris is only eleven there, uh, and of course it's a Fanduel scoring as well. Three points for stocks. Uh, I like Chris at eleven bucks. Like we talked about, how he's not necessarily like, this great basketball player. His skills don't translate yeah. so well, but uh, he's going to get some athletic stuff out there. And again, he's going to be mopping up this game. This game gets ugly, assuming he didn't foul out. Which is, that's another round. That's another possibility, I suppose. Uh, Mango, what are you doing with the Warriors? Because again, there's not a lot of value and. The Warriors are telling us, like, look, five of us have to play. Five of the eight will be on the court at all times. Minutes equal money, I'm told. Not all minutes are created equal. A lot of these guys are minutes are created poorly, and they have a bad matchup. That said, we're in a pinch, aren't we? Yeah, basically all the value plays we've talked about already, like, throw them out the window. They were all awful. We were just trying to create crap. Like, this is the value, right? <laughs> like, the Golden State Warriors, like, they only have eight bodies. That's so key. It's so important. Uh, the problem is – on DraftKings, those guys are priced up a bit, I will say. So they're not the easiest guys to get in. They're not my favorite plays in the world, but that's the value we've been dealt with. Definitely going to get a little bit of exposure to some of those guys. More so on FanDuel is where I like them. Akai Bowman is interesting. Spellman's one of the better values. you got to play two power forwards over there. Uh, a site like Yahoo, there's some value with some of these Warriors guys as well. Um, but I'd probably rank them the way uh, Kyle kind of mentioned it. I'm sort of kind of similar. I'd say Spellman's my number one because he's just so cheap. Uh, helps me get in all the dudes. Then you got uh, Bowman, and then you probably have uh, – well, probably Burks first and then Bowman three. But those are the three guys I'm mainly keying on. And Pascal's in the conversation, but he's a little priced up compared to the other guys. Hey, you're running the GPP life. Are you Like, what if this game stays close? Gobert just crushes, right? 
Yeah, I mean, if this game stays close, uh, Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Michael Conley, like all these guys, man, they're they're in play. They're in the conversation. So, um, yeah, if you're going to play some Warriors, feel free to make sure you get a little bit of jazz exposure just in case they somehow keep this game close. Because if there's a guy out there that says, oh, this Warriors team is so bad they can't keep a game close, they beat the Portland Trailblazers. Although, I don't know how good the Portland Trailblazers they're not really good are. Yeah, they're pretty bad. One guy on the Utah side that I actually like a good amount, whether it's a blowout or not, is O'Neal. I think he could get minutes either way. I have projected for 26 right now. Could be more in the blowout. Um, so he's around min price on, on FanDuel. He's 4K on DraftKings, 3,900 on FanDuel. So I like O'Neal a pretty good amount. And then the one guy, I don't know how I forgot to mention it because he's one of my favorite plays of the day, but it's Willie Cauley-Stein. I'd probably put him too behind uh, Spellman. I actually got swindled. I thought Spellman would go somewhat overlooked and people don't want to play Chris. Nope, that's wrong. So um, Spellman is going to be pretty chalky, apparently, according to the uh, lineup HQ ownership projections. Spellman I, uh, season, baby. I yeah. filled it up as far as, again, obviously, Jimmy and his team, they're always they're, they're refreshing this all the way up the lock, and it gets closer and closer. The, the closer we get the lock, the more refined it gets. And uh, I'm seeing Dinwiddie is being very popular. Benbury is popping now, all of a sudden, that Atlanta News are projecting him as of right now for 31 minutes. And this is what we're looking at, man, in a 10-game slate. It's so weird. Yesterday's value was better in a two-gamer, but that's how NBA goes sometimes. Zeller. Uh, this is DK specific, currently 22% owned. Uh, and Langston Galloway at 21%. Not very trustworthy. It's This feels like a great night to play tournaments, Kyle. You're salivating these numbers, I presume. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of condensed ownership. Like We've seen that pretty much all year, especially today at the shooting guard position where you kind of said it, Bembray, Galloway, and uh, and Dinwiddie, three of the top four highest owned players, and they're all shooting guards. So good spot to get contrarian. I don't know if you want to get away from Dinwiddie, but maybe the other two. What we've seen all year is like good shock and like yeah. for the most part, this is not, I don't think this is good shock, right? That's what it sounds like to me. We, we all agree on that. It's, it's meh at best chalk. Yes. I think Galloway and Spellman are pretty good chalk. Uh, Bembry is okay. I don't really like him as much. I prefer Galloway. That's kind of my take on that. But yeah, I think today there isn't going to be as good chalk because there's not as many options. So people are kind of left out, out to dry. We got a bunch of questions compiled here in chat. They come from YouTube. If you guys are watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Of course, the hammer is on deck. It's Houston and the Clippers. Mango, and we got to make this quick, but I do like the Paul George price. It's really, really appealing on DK specific. Uh, 226 and a half is the total. Uh, this, is, this game starts an hour and a half after the ninth game for what it's worth, so it's kind of sort of a doubleheader to some degree. It's fairly high. It's fairly tight with the Houston being a six-point six dog here. Of course, you got Harden on the other side, Westbrook as well. Uh, who got upgraded to questionable today? Daniel House is questionable for what it's worth. Mango, we got to be succinct in this one because there's a lot of questions uh, loading up here. But give me your thoughts if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want many guys in this game. Like, the stars are out there. I get it. There's a ton of them. But I don't want too many of these guys. I think Clint Capella's price is pretty nice. Uh, don't mind Westbrook's price, but I'd rather play a guy like Drummond and I'm sick of the whole Westbrook being awful crap. So I don't want to go back to the well on that one. Um, yeah, I just don't have too much interest. I think Paul George, if you have yeah. to pick a clipper, I think he's really intriguing. And then on the Rocket side, I think Capella's interesting. So those are the two guys I'll give you. Kyle, quickly, if you don't mind, don't be in a rush. There's a lot of yeah. questions on layaway. Yeah, the two I love two guys from this game. I love Paul George, especially on FanDuel 8-6. And he played 37 minutes last game, so that minute, lim- minute limit is pretty much gone. And then Montrezl Harrell, but love Paul George. Yeah, and Capella just comes with 20. He's, re- he's loaded with 20 rebounds. Like that's just locking those 20 rebounds. That's the way he's on the regular play with five straight games or something like that now. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the Clippers have been really bad down low, too. So this is a spot he can definitely feast. Uh, the price feels up, but uh, yeah, I think this Capella spot's really good. Paul George, 45 on Yahoo. I think 8-1 on DK is a really appealing price as well. But <clears throat> uh, we're going to knock out as many questions as possible. Five minutes before you step aside and get out of here for crunch time. Of course, if you guys are pre-members, you got Andy, you got Roth, and you have JSU talking about the slate take. You guys all have to lock. Got to do this rapid fire. Kyle, you're batting first. Trey or Beal on DK? Beal. Uh, is Benbury in play? We're going back and forth. Uh, yeah, he's in the conversation. Not one of my favorite value plays, but he's in the conversation for cash and GPPs. Rapid fire. Capella or Gobert? Uh, Capella for me. Hey, Mango, and how much, to, how much Chris Hansen is too much Chris Hansen? Uh, dude, all the Chris Hansen, man. Uh, <laughs> Better than the band Hansen, I should say. <laughs> hey, Taylor, man, is underrated. Uh, Montrezl or Lou? Uh, Harold. I don't like either. Because I don't think their prices are fully adjusted to the new situation there. That's just me. No one asked you, Dean. Rapid fire. I I kind of muttered in there, and I kind of moved on. Mango and uh, FanDuel Cash. I got a twofer for you. Pascal and PG-13 versus Porzingis and Burks. Uh, We'll go Porzingis and Burks. Uh, THJ. Thoughts? 
Uh, I don't love it, no. Uh, all right, man, go. Jer- Jeremy Grant, Jeff Green, or Spellman? I think that's Spellman? Uh, definitely Spellman. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, Cash, Kennard versus Burks? Burks, easily. Love Burks. Can I do a big T impression with the hat on? I need a candy cigarette. Someone, man, can I get a candy cigarette in this piece that was on my writer? Come on, D-Train. <laughs> Uh, all right. I need a cheap point. Oh no, Arch Diakono. We're not chasing Arch Diakono, right? We're not playing him. No, don't don't do that. Not doing that. Uh, would you fade Bowman for Rondo? That that's a man going question. Bowman's a better play. Yeah, go go Bowman. I'd say Bowman in cash. Uh, Rondo in tournaments. Uh, let's see. Favorite of these three cheapies. Pick one of these three. Rondo, Dunn, or Kuzma. That's for you, Kyle. Rondo. Uh, this is a Boston Celtics question for uh, for Van Gogh. Eddie Brad Wanamaker? Good Lord. We're not playing oh, Wanamaker, gosh. are we? No. We're not get, doing this. No, get that out of here, man. The value is bad, but it's not go, this bad. Go buy it? yourself a Rotogrinder subscription and use the projections. <laughs> We're not playing Wanamaker. Fast forward to Wanamaker, like put him at nine stocks tonight. Uh, Kyle, give me your cheap – I know you play on FanDuel. Cheap options on FanDuel tonight. Uh, out of any position? Um, Bowman's yeah. interesting. Galloway. Um, Yogi Ferrell, if Joseph sits, is probably one of, one of the best value plays. Um, Bogner, you can go at center. Spellman's the chalk play. And then Troy Brown at small forward is someone I like too. By the way, this Jim Boylan guy's a clown. He just called Jimmy Butler one of his favorite guys of all time. So this just Well, he's like the – I have, this is my best friend. That's why – he's like the 19 yeah. best friends. Yeah, he's one of the <laughs> – uh, what a jerk, man. But listen, if it has a track record, I mean, uh, Portis and Chad Crush. So there you go. Any interest in Moutier if you're playing the blowout angle? I mean, that's really thin, right? Like, he's cheap. Like, you, we think Utah is going to blow out to Golden State, but. Yeah, I would rather just do O'Neal because, you know, I think you have outs either way. You're not drawing dead to just a blowout. I agree with Kyle. Uh, a few more questions here loading up before we step aside and make way for crunch time. We apologize. We didn't really get the screen share today. We had it up and ready to go. We just kind of ran long. Uh, this is for you, Kyle. Best value small forward on Fandle specifically. Uh, I think Troy Brown's pretty good. If you are, aren't uh, confident in that, I just like that game script a lot. And then uh, DFS, Dor- Dorian Finney-Smith, I like a little bit as well, but I guess I'd prefer Brown. D- Man, uh, Jamino says, I look, like, I look like I have a, w- a hat with a spinning top. There are pictures of me with a spinning I did once rock that. That did go down somewhere. Maybe we'll find it somewhere. I, I will find those tonight. I'll, I'll make sure to get on that. Mango, DK, give me your best player, 5-2 and under. Oh man, best player five two and under a guy we actually didn't talk about. That's sort of kind of interesting. He might not be my best player. Um, well, Kai Bowman is probably is the best player at five two. But a guy we didn't talk about was Jakob Podol. Um, they're going to need his size a little bit, and they you know they went to him and they liked him, and he was pretty solid. So uh, yeah, I don't hate him too. But Kai Bowman's probably the best five two. Yeah, he just doesn't play any minutes, and the matchup against Embiid, I, I would take Zeller before I'm taking Pertl. I mean, you don't know about the minutes with Zeller, though, dude. Like, but I know he's capable of playing 33. All right. We gotta, yeah. we Let's wrap up again. on that one because Zeller's not going to get the <laughs> He minutes. also might play 12. Just, uh, just go we got to go. Crunch time, time's baby. on deck. Kyle, give me a strong hot take before we get out of here. Um, Paul George goes for 40 real ones. Mangone, raise it. Uh, Malik Monk goes for 40 fantasy points. He's Mangone. He's Kyle. Stay tuned for Crunch Time. Thank you, Yahoo, for sponsoring the show. If you guys are watching on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate it. That's it. We're out of here. Holler.